Anybody got any questions that I can try to answer? I have a question, but it's not okay. practice. What's well, related to um, doubt? Doubt. Mm -hmm. <coughs> um, and you and I have talked a little bit about this, but um, you know, when doubt permeates your life in many, many, many areas, um, how to address this? Mm -hmm. Well, I think. I think I've already said a lot of things about doubt in general. I don't know how you feel about it, but if you could maybe get into specifics that might give me an opportunity to well, well, say something different. Yeah, yeah. Well, right now I have I have doubts about this practice. And how does that manifest? Uh, in a in a reluctance to be mindful. Okay, yeah. and a reluctance, a reluctance to practice, or a reluctance to be mindful as a part of your practice. To be mindful as, as a part of my practice, you know, I catch myself being mindful, you know, okay. and uh, and set the intention in the morning, but um, but but I sense a reluctance to do it because there's a sense that it won't uh, that it won't have a result. Yeah. That being mindful in the course of your day isn't going to make anything different. There's a, you know, there's another part of me who, or other parts of me who, who you know, see a benefit to it. Yeah. But there's, but there's this uh, element that uh, that has a reluctance to it. Well, I'll just point out, doubt is related to another hindrance. Resistance and reluctance. And both come from aspects of our uh, nature that serve a very important purpose. Uh, reluctance to do something. Well, let's call it laziness, okay? Okay. People are lazy, right? Do you agree? Oh, yeah. And Laziness would not be so universal if it didn't serve a good purpose. The purpose that laziness serves is to keep us from wasting our time and energy on something that is not going to have a payoff that's worth that. Okay? And so it's really re related to, to doubt. If you, if you doubt that something is going to work, then that other part of your mind says, yeah, well, I don't want to do something that might not be worth it in the end. I don't want to make the investment. So the two are working together there. So now usually what overcomes doubt completely and overcomes reluctance completely is any kind of success. You do something and it works. If there's a payoff, and if the payoff is worth the effort you put into it, even if the payoff isn't worth the effort you put into it, it can give you hope, right? But if there if there's a payoff that, that you can that you honestly feel like was worth the effort you put into it, then that's going to go a long way towards resolving all of your problems with it. So, if we look at this. Okay, I think you're saying it's the attempt to stay mindful 
during your daily life that you're experiencing the reluctance to. And you can trace that reluctance to do that to doubt that it's going to make any difference. So that's good. You've really clarified things. Mm -hmm. Now, you, if you haven't had any experience to, to support that this, this is worthwhile, and there's two possibilities. One, the activity itself is a waste of time. And the other, I suppose there's really three, but the other main one is that um, you're maybe not approaching it in the right way. But if you're not approaching it in the right way, then it won't work. Okay. So, what I would want to do is to get into when you say you're trying to practice mindfulness in your daily life, what does that mean to you? What is it you're actually doing on the ground? Um, know, knowing that I'm present, knowing that, knowing that I'm noticing. Okay, knowing that you're noticing. Noticing what? Um, whatever is happening at the time. You know, a sound okay. or a, a word that I say or... Okay, now if you explore this, even a little bit, you realize that in any moment there is hugely more happening than you can possibly take in. So really, automatically you're being selective and you're prioritizing. Okay. In a particular situation, the things that, the things that are most important if you're interacting with somebody else, I think the most important are what's happening with that person, what their motivations are, what they want to achieve, and in terms of what's happening with you, it's the same thing. What's the motivation behind what your participation in the interaction is? What do you want to achieve? Okay. So that's what you need to be mindful of. That's what being mindful means, is what do I want? Why am I, why am I in this conversation at all? Um, what do I hope to accomplish? If you find yourself responding to somebody in a particular way, somebody says something and you feel this resistance, well, that's not right, I've got to set this straight. Where is that coming from? Do you really have to set it straight? What happens if you don't set it straight? And I'm not talking about analyzing all of this. But if you're really present with, what you, with what's happening and you're in an interaction with somebody, those are the kinds of things that you will begin to become aware of. Right? If you succeed, the payoff is going to be First of all, the payoff is going to be that you might not say something that you otherwise would have said that would have only made the situation worse. And if that happens, and you know that that happens, then it's going to be easier to be mindful next time because you, you've, you've got a good result. So. You haven't had any of those kinds of experiences? I have, yes I have. You have? Okay. All right. 
Okay, so then it must be there must be something about the amount of effort it takes you to try to be mindful in this way as compared to the kind of results you're getting. What makes it what makes it uh, difficult for you to be mindful? I think an element is that I have to slow down. Ah, you have to slow and, down. And uh, it seems like my life is very fast. Everything is very fast. Okay. There's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of uh, you know forces involved, and uh, it's always. You know, this needs to be done. You know, it's just, you know, it's all very fast. And do you so like living that way? No, but I do find myself wanting it to be that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do find yourself wanting it? Yeah, yeah. There's something about that that is uh, that is attractive. Hmm. Yeah. See, that's something that you could apply mindfulness to. If I don't like my life being this way, but there's some part of me that wants to do the things that make this my life this There's the doubt right there. <laughs> What's really going on here? Yeah, right. Yeah. And just being aware of those kinds of things, that's an important, that's a very important part of being mindful. And it's a different kind of situation because it's not an isolated incident that something happens to trigger your reacting in some way and then you're trying to, to be mindful of the reaction that's happening in the moment. This is something that's it's kind of ongoing and you can apply mindful t- mindfulness to it on all kinds of, uh, at all kinds of times and in all kinds of ways. But you know one thing about mindfulness that makes it worthwhile is it allows us to recognize that we are thinking or doing or saying something or allowing ourselves to get into an emotional state that makes us unhappy. And mindfulness gets the message across that this is not serving me. This is not, this is not good. The result of this. And and actually the way mindfulness is going to help you is that the more you become aware that a specific thing that you keep doing, you know, it doesn't have to be exactly the same thing, just a general type of thing, but if you keep doing something, the result of which is not serving you, it's not making you happy, the more you become mindful of that, the more whatever the deep hidden part of yourself that's making you do that is going to realize that what it's doing is not producing the desired result. And it will change. So you don't have to do anything yourself except be mindful in order to have changes take place. So I would say if we if we follow this and say, okay, it's hard to be mindful because being mindful uh, is difficult when there's a lot of demands on my time and attention and everything's happening quickly and I don't really have time to slow down and be mindful. And the next step is what we just did and say, okay, why is it that way? Is that the way I really want it to be? 
you could just I'd suggest you practice being mindful of whether or not the way that the particular pace at which you're living your life is really what you want to do and if in the process of that you come to understand better why it is that you're doing what you do. I mean, everything has a reason. There's a motivation behind everything. Um, so what you're bound to find is, well, I'm doing this because I have to, because blah, blah, blah. Right? But I also have to do this because blah, blah, blah. Right? So what you'll come up with is a whole bunch of surface reasons. And keep looking, and if you keep looking, you'll start to see the deeper reason. Well, it feels like I have to do this because, and you'll, you'll find that some deeper reason. And somewhere along the way, you're going to start finding some reasons that just don't have any weight. They're observed. They're just left over from some past conditioning. That's where, that's where you're going to really get the payoff. Because all you have to do is see what's happening. See that, well, I keep getting myself in this situation because I feel like I have to because of this and this and this. But it's not really true. And it'll start making a big difference. So why don't you try that? Try being mindful. Instead of trying to be mindful of specific incidents that are happening during your day, Try to just be more generally mindful of why am I living my life the way I am, and is what I'm doing right now is this really, you know, is this really contributing to my overall happiness, well-being, the good of my associates, my family, the world at large? And if it isn't, what is the real reason why I'm doing it? Then? But there's an element here that's not just me. It's, uh, yeah. it's those around me, and so much of what needs to be done has to do with those around me. And so, you know, there's a fine balance there. Just where examine that. Because the, the only way someone else can make you do something is if, if you buy into their reason. So you have some reason of your own. And that's what you want to get in touch with, you know. And something that seems like, it, I, you know, I've got to do this. I mean, this is the head of the department asking me to do this, and I don't want to lose my job, and blah blah blah. But that's not the whole story. I promise you. you know. <laughs> I hope that helps. But anyway, I, I would like you to. To try it out and come back and tell me if it's made any difference. Yeah. What about backsliders' lament? Where, for instance, yesterday I thought I had a pretty good day. It was pretty mindful, pretty pretty cheerful, pretty pretty much going down the path of everything that you have been teaching. And I was thinking, oh, okay, I'm I'm maybe catching a hang of a few things. And then there was today. And, and the, the, the little hamster wheels and the, and the things that I try and be mindful of and, 
exactly as you say, well, why are you doing this and it's not productive and you, you have suggested that if you hold in your mind that this really isn't serving you, then of course eventually it has to change. I'm still waiting. Um, and and it's, today was not as good a day. There was a lot more anxiety and I, cre I saw myself creating it and it's, it's old, old habit, ancient habit, and I, I would really like to give it up. As far as I know, I really mean that. If I really mean that, why hasn't it already happened? All you have to do is let go, but it doesn't seem to go. Well, see this, if you're doing something and it's not serving you and it's really clear, and you still keep on doing it, there is another reason why you're doing it. And I have some challenge excavating that. If you've got a pointer, I'd like to hear it. But you just, you know, the thing is to keep looking at what's happening objectively, without judgment, being really, really open, just taking it in. It's not so much about digging for the answers as being open and let the answers present themselves to you. The digging can get in the way. You know, you dropped your bracelet, you're looking for it on the ground, so you start digging and you bury it in the dirt. You know? <laughs> That's good. So, uh, I mean, absolutely nothing happens without a, a, a cause and in terms of things that are mindset the cause is always there's a logic to it if I keep doing something that doesn't make sense to me it only means that I don't have the whole picture because if I have the whole picture I'm going to see oh I keep doing that because of this and when I take this into account, then that is totally logical. So, <laughs> that's one thing about our minds that I have discovered is, you know, they're like computers. You know how stupid computers can be, but if you get down to the details of why a computer is being so stupid, it's actually being totally logical and doing the only thing it can. Your mind is exactly the same way. And its root, it is following logic to absolutely the same degree that a computer is. And if the result appears irrational, it's only because you don't see the pattern of logic that's giving rise to it. And if it's a result you don't want, then that's what you have to change. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So, now the thing is, you know, every day is not going to be like yesterday, but the more days you have like yesterday, the fewer days you'll have like today, and that's a good thing, right? So, as long as it's moving in that direction, that's a good thing to keep in mind and remind yourself that, yeah, of course, you want every day to be like yesterday. But that's not realistic. But the other thing, though, is, you know, there's sunny days and there's rainy days. Mm -hmm. And 
we can, that may not be the best example in a desert environment. <laughs> but, uh, but you'll be able to follow the point anyway. We can get hung up on the idea that sunny days are good days and rainy days are bad days. And, and so then we resent every rainy day. But actually, rainy days are really good too in their own way. So the other thing that you can do is work on appreciating the value of days like today and being able to see what their value is. It's true, there's something that you really enjoy, enjoyed and appreciated of yesterday that's not present in today, but there were other things present in today. And find those. Find what those are. And when, when you start being able to find them, then one of them's going to be, don't go after this one first, but one of them's going to be the fact that days like today give you a really good opportunity to just have a look at what's happening and why, you know, to, to lead you towards understanding why every day isn't like yesterday was. That is one of the good things. But there, there are a lot of other much more comfortable and pleasant good things that are a part of a day like today. Good evening to all of you who come in a little bit late. Good to have you here. <clears throat> We've just been talking about practicing mindfulness in daily life. Sometimes it works better than others. <laughs> we're going to have a whole weekend to talk about these things. Not just to talk about them, to, to actually practice some of the skills of mindfulness. <coughs> to get good at that, some of these things. 